You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Fearless Business Podcast, sharing with you the business behind running a business. We're your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Mary Clavier. Each week, we'll be bringing you great guests, insights from our experiences, and a behind-the-scenes look at all the topics you may be afraid to tackle in your business, but shouldn't be. So sit back, get comfy, and let's get started. Welcome to episode 71 of the Fearless Business Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Jamie, and today we are talking all things video. Hey, Jamie. I'm out, Mary. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to I don't want to. like, you're leaving video. the podcast? Yeah, I'm done. That's <laughs> it. Call it a day. Spent all this energy rebranding it, and I'm, I'm finished. <laughs> it's okay. I will hold your hand and walk through video. Mary. <laughs> This is a this is a secret that it's not a secret at all. I'm so vocal about it. I I I don't want. I hate video. I have to do video. I I don't like it. Yeah, you need to do it, and you need to just get over it and do it. I, I do, and I'm <laughs> gonna say that it's not. I mean, clearly, anybody that listens to this knows that I am amazed and psyched to hear myself talk. But <laughs> it's not that. It is the act of having to wash my hair and put on makeup. Okay. That yes. Really is that's what stops me every single time, and the lighting is a little intimidating to me. Yeah. Well. Okay. Lighting. Like, you just you just buy the extra little. I have it. Light. I forget. Oh my god. Okay. So. The diva ring, which oh, is that? What yeah, it's but called? you need you need like one of the bigger ones, like not that's, just the one for your phone. No, no. This is the giant one that's. Oh, sits, you have you have the like giant one, and massive. you don't use it. it diva ring. Did okay. I make that up? Did I? Did I mistake it with something else? Some kind of ring. No, it's some kind of ring. I forget. I think that's called. I'm going to Google that. That's (laughs) that's fine. That's neither here nor there. The fact that you have the equipment and you're not actually using it. Don, our producer, made me buy the mic. Yeah, you don't use that either. No. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Don is like probably freaking out. Oh, he's left the room. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So what I will say about video since I do the, I mean, you know, I do the vlog for the Transitions Collective. They're I do so the video. Yeah. yeah, you were on it. Hello. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I washed my hair for you. <laughs> Thank you. I feel so honored. <laughs> um, I do those. So when I first started them, I did not even have the equipment. I didn't have the light ring thing. I didn't have a special microphone. Like I had none of it. But I was like, okay, if I'm going to do video, I need to do something. I should start with video because that's the harder thing to do which maybe seems kind of backwards. But I was like, if I get used to video, then I can I can use it for different purposes. I can repurpose the actual video online in social media, but I could also like strip the audio file and maybe use that one day either 
again, online or in podcast form and so on. That's not backwards. That's smart. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> like you did it correctly. I did not. And I, I'm not kidding. Like when I started working on this podcast, however, many years ago, Don said to me, he's like, you need to be on video immediately. And I did not listen and I have not listened. And I am now putting it out there for posterity. <laughs> he was correct. I am dead wrong. And now I am stuck. You know, um, he's going to save that. that oh, <laughs> he's just going to, he's going to take like, he's going to make it like my ring to his ringtone or something for me. <laughs> Do people still make ringtones? Just out know, of curiosity. That's a, good, that's a good question. Is that a thing? Did I just age myself? <laughs> or, did it, or does everyone just have the Apple, you know? I Apple think everybody ringtone. keeps their phone on silent. Silent. Yeah, totally on silent. <laughs> Except my dad. My dad, you'll hear his phone ring like two rooms away. <laughs> See, this is how much I hate video. I've digressed to ringtones, things that don't exist anymore. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. But Let's I think, bring you back to video and hold your hand. So you are excellent at video. There are so many people good at it. Our guest today is uh, professional. He's fantastic. You interviewed Jamar Jones from the Forever Productions, who is a video expert. It's what he does. He actually did my speaker reel because in person, if somebody else is doing the video, I'm totally fine with it. And he yeah. put together something amazing and he had really, really great tips. But I just... Yeah. I can say it. I'm going to be on video in, in six months. No. Okay. I, that's, that's, it, that's ridiculous. It put be. it out there. Put it out there. It's happening. Yeah. I mean, considering you already even have the equipment, like it should really be sooner. <laughs> As our friend Amanda Berlin would say, I'm going to set an intention. Yes. I love Amanda's intentions. Yes. But yes, Jamar is awesome. I mean, he gives so many great tips. I loved interviewing him because he, he talks all about even thinking about how much time you should spend, like what people's attention spans are when they watch video, you know, how it can benefit your business, all of those kinds of things, which even for myself, as I've, as I've added things to my vlog or gotten equipment to make improvements, um, those are good things to think about. Like even as you, even as you grow and expand, like you don't have to do everything all at once. And I think that's a really important thing to think about too. Fine. <laughs> Six months. Each time we talk, we're going to knock it down a month. <laughs> I'm going to do it. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. It's happening. I'm saying yeah. it out loud. I yeah. want some, I need an accountability partner for this yeah. one. Okay. Someone to okay. yell at me. Okay. That's you, Mary. Don and I will both yell at you. How about that? <laughs> Don's been yelling at me for a year and, and a half. Yelling at you. That hasn't done anything. Yeah. I, I will give my really like nice girl yelling at you. That's more intimidating. It really, I'm a little afraid. What can I say? Tell, tell us yeah. more about Mar because I feel like they don't need to hear about my fears <laughs> and your amazingness with video. They need to hear, our audience like needs to hear Jamar's awesome advice. They do. They really do. So Jamar Jones is the owner of Forever Productions, a Milwaukee-based video production company. With an intuitive grasp of the digital world, Jamar's production team can fuse your digital goals with the artistic creativity of video. Forever Productions helps companies tell stories with branded films and commercials with bold storytelling, cinematic production value, and exciting innovation. He specializes in live event videography and photography for conferences, presentations, and keynotes for speakers in high quality fashion to boost sales for future events and visibility. Jamar is a video game fanatic and loves comics like Marvel and DC, but work always comes first. And now on to the episode. Hey, Jamar, welcome to the show. Hey, Mary, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Excited. 
Yes, I'm so excited to talk to you about all things video. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> you founded your company in 2015 after working in financial services. Did you always know you wanted to have your own video production company? Uh, not quite. I was always a creative person. And um, so I always was doing either web development or graphics for people, some stuff video on the side, music. So it was a, it was a array of creativity type things. So I knew it was something in the cre creative space for sure. And I saw your highlight reel actually from Jamie Lieberman at the Type A conference. Do you usually do mm -hmm. video work related to conferences or do you have other aspects that you cover too? Yeah, so we... We do a lot of conferences, we do a lot of event production, but we also work with a ton of speakers. So really building content, branding, helping them kind of go to that next level, if it's bigger keynotes, if it's uh, more presentations in educational format or training, uh, we really help them with their overall look and um, help them get to the next level. What would you say helps them, like the aspect of video, how does that help them with their business? of getting to the next level? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, it's really, it's everything. Video nowadays is people want to see it to believe it. You could be the best speaker of all time, but if you don't have the representation or the presentation um, about yourself, then it's harder, it's harder to get booked unless uh, someone sees you live and the word of mouth thing goes, definitely travels. Uh, but video is, is such an essential part uh, to really showcase you in the right light of what you're trying to do. And, and a meeting planner or an organizer wants to put together an event and thinking of that person for a keynote presentation or having them come out and speak, they really want to see what they're getting. Kind of like a press kit in a way of, of who they are and, and what they represent and really getting a little taste of before they actually book them. And how about for people that maybe aren't speaking yet? Are there benefits for them as well when they're using or to use video in their business? Yes. Uh, yeah. So if they want to be a speaker, then I would definitely just start putting pieces of content out and just pushing that out on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn is amazing. And just pushing out pieces of content that they're working on, even if they haven't even touched the stage yet, still just to really grab an audience for for them. And also that's practice for them. So they're practicing again and again and again. So when they do hit that stage, they're going to be ready. So if they do push out content in that way and say they then want to be speaking, would they be able to show that type of video content to anyone that's booking at a conference, for example? Yeah, that's... Uh... That's another good question. I, I believe that um, that content is more just the attention grabber. So that one's kind of your, your warm up and getting people interested in knowing that you do do speaking engagements. They're still going to probably want to see some type of example of, of you actually speaking. So that's when it's really good to just set up like a mock up. Uh, so sometimes we do speaker events where we get um, an select amount of speakers involved. We get them on stage at, let's say, a theater or a place where they can uh, really showcase their best work. So like 20 minutes of their best work. And then they'll be able to give their best content right there. And then we're capturing that live on video. And we do it in a way where it looks like, hey, this was a presentation. This was this is what you're getting. And at least it's a starter kit for them, especially if they haven't spoke anywhere else before. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. That's a really great point to consider. I never considered that before. <laughs> uh <laughs> Are there any downsides to using video in your business? Any downsides? Oh, uh, I don't think there are truly any downsides unless 
you are not representing yourself in the right quality that you that you want to be. If it's really uh, shoddy quality, that's that's kind of people really can notice that. Hey, this is some just phone quality. It's shaky. It's I can't even pay attention. The audio is just horrible scratchy interference static and it's unwatchable it just puts a damper on whatever you're trying to do so in that case quality video and audio is is essential there might be a lot of people out there and some of our listeners that may be afraid or nervous to start using video in their business what would you say to someone that's hesitant to put themselves out there on video oh man we deal with that all the time (laughs) (laughs) uh especially for the speakers that have been doing it for let's say 10 12 years and they've been speaking for a while and they're just not used to really being in front of a camera to be blunt you just have to get over it you have to step out especially if you're a speaker you're looked at as a leader you looked at somebody to uh, as an example, especially when you're up on stage and people want to kind of emulate whatever you're talking about, it's something you have to get in front of and, and get and kind of get over it. But at, at the same token, it's about working with somebody that's great with video that can really direct and, and help you through that process, especially if you're a little nervous and a little timid um, about being on camera, looking right, sounding right, making sure you say everything correctly. It, there's a lot to it, but it's, it's really about working with the right people. So either a video production uh, company like ourselves or, hey, you just get a good circle of people around you, the people, other speakers that are doing the same thing. Uh, you guys make videos together, you know, create accountability things. So to kind of get you started and that will, that will at least get you on the right track. Okay. And depending on, would you say, depending on the type of business that they have, maybe there are different platforms that are better to showcase video or do you have any recommendations on platforms? Yes. Uh, I totally believe that it's, it all depends on what you're doing, which platforms you want to be on. Uh, so some people may gravitate. So like we work with some restaurants and really Instagram is huge, huge for them. But LinkedIn, maybe not so much. Instagram is a lot bigger for a restaurant than, let's say, a consulting company or a construction company that maybe they're just, just trying to get the word out of what they do. Then maybe Facebook might be better for them. Um, so there's, it all depends on the platforms. But I think everybody just should always post on YouTube no matter what, because it at least is shareable. And you at least have the content right there at a, at a moment's notice. So if somebody wants to see something, you always can grab that link and send it to them. And it, so if they post on YouTube, would you say that it should also, the YouTube link should also be linked to their own website as well? 100%. The website is just a must have. To me, you just have to have a website that links to everything else. So the website is your hub. And everything else is just a support of that. Okay. Including any videos on YouTube and and then you can still share those on other platforms if you want to. That is correct. So what are some projects that you're currently working on? Oh, uh, we just uh, shot a conference in Iowa. Um, so we're going to be working on putting that together as far as the recap and the photos um, and everything for the conference in Iowa. And then we just did a business boot camp in Chicago um, at the Malcolm X College. And that was really, really impactful for entrepreneurs and business owners. So we're going to be getting a highlight reel put together and we're working with the six speakers there uh, on vi- on video content and building their overall brand. So that's just two ones we just did last week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's always so busy. <laughs> video is out yeah. there a lot now. <laughs> Would you say video is a good way to advertise either your brand or services? Advertise as in what capacity? I suppose either for 
something maybe that you have upcoming. So if it's an event or something or something about your brand, like to show what you do in your business. Yes. I once again think that's essential as far as for video to, to advertise what you do. Especially if you have an event coming up, how do people know what's what's going on? What's what does it look like, especially for newcomers? And let's say people are kind of tagging along; they want to be a, they're they're going with a friend or a colleague or um, an associate. Um, how do they know what it looks like? Video is that very easy answer for uh, vendors, exhibitors, attendees, uh, people that want to be involved, speakers. Uh, it's an overall quick way to to know what you're getting into. So advertisement is good, uh, but just know that that's really just a brand awareness tool. So don't think of it as like, hey, this is just 100% a sales tool. It's more of a brand awareness and get people understanding uh, what you do. Mm -hmm. And then when they see that, make connections with them in other ways? Correct. Yeah. So that should be the conversation starter and say, hey, I saw the video on on your, your event coming up and I just have questions about this, this and that. And then you can always, you know, start the conversation there. Is there a sweet spot for video length? Can it be too short or too long? Yeah. So I believe that the length can never be too short. It has to be, if the only reason why it would be something longer would be for a very particular reason of why it's longer. So let's say a movie, a film, uh, for a gala, it would be, let's say an intro video to get uh, potential uh, sponsors and, and pe- people that are uh, to donate and so there's, there's a real clear message they're trying to get by. So people are sitting in seats, like watching something. Uh, but if people are going through their everyday lives, they don't want to see some 10 minute long thing or uh, sometimes even six, seven minutes is too long. So I believe that the sweet spot for promotional material should be anywhere between 30 to 60 seconds. I would say a minute and a half at best. And if it's anything longer, it's more of, hey, who's the audience that you're that you're making it for? Is it for somebody that's really going to, like, let's say for a speaker, sometimes it's okay to have a minute and a half to two and a half minutes because the organizer really wants to see a lot of content that that person's going to be speaking about. And it's not just about all the flash and great graphics that you have on the video. It's about, hey, what are they actually saying? And do they have composure? How are they going to give this talk? So that's where it becomes where it's better to have a little bit more length in it. But I would say you never really can get too short uh, for advertisement and for people to be going on their everyday lives and watching what you're doing. If someone is making the video themselves, right? Like they're just starting out and they say Mm -hmm. that they're going to record something. um, Is it important to also add graphics to it? How would one decide if it's, if it's a good use of, I guess, time and if it looks right to to add some kind of graphics or text to any video that they might be making. I believe that the graphics, the text, and the effects that you can add to it, it those are all just bonuses. It just depends on the type of content that you're making. So if it, if it is something that you're just getting out some some content every single day let's you don't need to probably add all the texts and graphics though that it would look great when you do that but it's more about just getting it out there so when you're starting just make sure your audio is good make sure that the the shot composition is pretty good that it's at least appealing to watch and if you want to add a title if you want to add some text on there that's great and it would it would elevate the the level of the video it's more about just getting it out there uh, as far as just regular everyday content. And can you make video content that is too smart or needs to be dumbed down somehow? Uh, you know, if, if you're doing, uh, we work sometimes with uh, some people that are involved in doctors and lawyers and, and other, you know, branches where it's, you need that, 
detail, that amount of detail. So I don't think you can ever be too smart in those areas, but it just depends on your audience. Uh, if you're if you're talking to a general audience, then yeah, you want to dumb it down a little bit just so that they can understand what you're saying. And uh, But you also want to make a conversation starter. So something that provides value for them, you want to make sure that if they don't know it, they'll probably write a comment and say, hey, can you go a little bit deeper into this section? It might give you another video to uh, to record and get out there. Would you say that doing doing video as a, DIY has its place. When should you pay for video services? That's a really good question. I need to put that on our website. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good question. When should you pay for video services? Um, I, I think that you should. So if you're building everyday content and it's just daily stuff you're just trying to get out there that's something you could definitely do on your on your own um unless you're trying to do it at a volume and and a type of uh quality that you want to always be there a standard then that's that'll be the time to uh go ahead and bring in a professional but i would say anytime that you're that you're going to be marketing yourself as this is me and you're using that as a pitch tool to get you bigger gigs, bigger clients, working with you, trying to get you to that next spot of where you're trying to go, that's when you hire a professional uh, to really help you because there's so many different facets of video that you're not going to be able to do it all your, on your own, especially if you're the one that's that's uh, in front of the camera. It's, it's almost impossible mm -hmm. <laughs> for you to do that. And you can try to set up a tripod and get different things, but it's not going to be that look and feel that you really want to go to get you to the next level. So anything that's more of a, a pitch or sales tool, you definitely want to uh, get a professional. That's a great point. Yeah. Trying to do that on your own and have it look like it was professionally done, I think is <laughs> probably really hard to do. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah. How important would you say it is to have that person that you work with know you already if you are going to go with uh, a professional uh, route? It's, it's not a make or break. It just depends on who you're working with. So I feel like if you're working with somebody that's in video and a, a video professional, you should definitely try to have a consultation call with that person and just to be able to talk with them, make sure you make sure you drive, make sure you get along, uh, make sure the vibe is there and that you know you're in good hands. Often, um, especially in the speaker world, they make the mistake of, oh, the conference is filming, filming me. I don't got to worry about it. And they don't even talk with the video people. And they just trust that the video people are going to gather what they what what they need when really that they're they're just there on that conference agreement and they're not really thinking about as a speaker's brand or what they're looking for they're thinking about hey I just need to capture this this speaker that's going up on stage so I would say just at least that introduction call is is but as far as like hey I got to be buddy buddy with them or really understand and know them or be on a personal level I feel like it's more about a comfort a comfort level than that Jamar thank you so much we covered so many great things you had gave so much great insight into video and what to expect and there's one more question that we ask everyone that comes on the show, what is yeah. something that you used to avoid in your business that you no longer avoid? Used to avoid in my business that I no longer avoid. Oh, oh. is that a Jamie question? <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's, a, it's a Jamie and Mary combo <laughs> that we are asking everybody. Okay, <laughs> okay cool, cool. It, it sounds like it's got a little bit of her in that question. Yeah. Um, I would say things I used to avoid. Uh, I used to avoid early on in my business, knowing the numbers. I was just, just, just trying to figure out and get out there and just grab jobs as many as I could and just, just trying to 
you know, as, as when you, whenever you start something, you're just trying to get as much as you can going. And I was not thinking about the numbers at all. I just was just going, going, going and not really paying attention. The other thing I would say is key is organization, not knowing what my type of clients were, the ones I was losing, uh, where they were as far as the, capturing the clients and understanding how many leads you have, uh, et cetera. I think that that information is so vital because it can lead to future business. And if you don't know that, that the type of organization uh, within your sales and the clients you're currently working with and the things about them, it, it's, it's really going to put a damper overall in your business because you're not going to maximize the, the potential that you have uh, with the, the hard work that you're putting out there in the first place. And you finally get a, get a, a batch of uh, clients or that, that are interested and then you're not maximizing on that opportunity. Yes. I love that one. Systems speak to, speaks to my soul. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so important. Really important. Yes. Jamar, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Mary, that was awesome. And I'm convinced and I'm going to do it. And I, I I don't know. I swear. I'm doing video, Mary. It's happening. Yes. <laughs> Jamar made it sound easy. It, it is easy. I mean, really, you just have to start. I think that's the biggest takeaway. You just hit record, you know? <sighs> yeah. You're, you're doing it. I feel like this is an important topic for the HQ. So I want to hear from all. Number one, I want everybody in the HQ to yell at me to do video. And number two, I want to hear the people who do use video in their business, not just the vloggers or people who are, you know, posting on social media or creating content, but people who have other businesses and use video in them to help market their services or goods. I would love to see that. We actually, that is our next interview. We have an awesome woman coming on who is going to be talking all about how she uses video in her business. And I think that's going to be a really great one because it's important that it's not just for bloggers, content creators, it's for anyone. Anyone. Yes. And I would love to hear from people that do do video, how they've progressed over time, because I think it's really different when you start with video and as you go, what you incorporate and how you get better. These are amazing. I love this. These are going to be some good conversations we're going to have in the HQ. If you are not a member of the HQ, you can find us at the Fearless Business Podcast group on Facebook. Um, You can also find us at fearlessbusinesspodcast.com and anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Thanks so much. And we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. We'd love it if you'd subscribe and share this podcast. Reviews are amazing too. Visit fearlessbusinesspodcast.com for more information. If you'd like to connect with Jamie, visit hashtag-legal.com. And if you'd like to connect with Mary, visit thetransitionscollective.com. Thanks so much and we'll see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.